Here on the Radio Bible Course, we are studying Galatians chapter 3, and we are happy that you tuned in to this program. If you have your Bibles, turn to Galatians 3.19. Paul writes, Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made, and it was ordained by angels through an intermediary. If you are joining us here on this program for the first time, that verse may not make too much sense, but in context it is clarifying, for it tells us the purpose of the law, the temporary nature of the law, and it tells us about the termination of the law. Now, verse 19 is no mystery. Its language adequately expresses God's intention and his programs in history. What does it say the law was added to? It was added to the promise. Which promise? The promise made to Abraham. That's what the previous context has been discussing. It was given to Abraham unconditionally, and Abraham was blessed by faith. Now, it's important that we understand that God has made conditional promises with his people and also unconditional This one with Abraham is clearly unconditional because its fulfillment did not rest on the obedience of Abraham. When God made a covenant with the children of Israel at Mount Sinai, that was different. It was conditional. He promised the people blessing if they obeyed. But with Abraham, it was a promise about what God would do for Abraham and he asked nothing in return. The promise was made because Abraham had believed God, and God made a covenant based on Abraham's response of faith. Now, here are some questions to ask about Galatians 3.19. It's a critical passage, and the questions help bring out the truth of the passage. Was the law, the law of Moses, that is, always in existence. No, it was added at a precise point in time. We read about that in Exodus 19. God led his people out of Egypt, brought them to Mount Sinai, called Moses up to the mountain, and gave instructions to the people around that mountain, and God then conveyed to Moses, for the people of Israel, his law code. It was a precise point in time. Prior to that, people didn't have the law of God. The second question, was it added to make the Jews God's people? No, they were already his chosen people. He chose them long before that, when he called Abraham out of Ur the Chaldees. He told Abraham that he would bless him and his descendants, and that he would give to them the land of Canaan, from the river Euphrates to the river of Egypt. These were God's people long before the law was ever given at Mount Sinai. We need to understand that because there are some people today who think they can become God's people by keeping the laws or living by the Ten Commandments. Friends, that won't do it. People today become God's people or children of God by believing in Jesus Christ. 
John wrote this in 1 John chapter 5, Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And John wrote in his gospel in the first chapter, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become children of God, who were born not of the flesh, nor of the will of man, nor of blood, but of God. There has to be a birth from God. That's how you become a child of God. Now, here's another question in regard to Galatians 3.19. Was the law added to save people? No, the law never does that. And Galatians chapter 3, in the earlier passages, has already explained that instead of saving anybody, the law curses those who do not keep everything that is therein written. For example, in verse 10 of Galatians 3, we read, For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law, and do them. Now, if you look at Galatians 3.19 again, I have another question. Was the law added in order to be a permanent addition to the promise which God had made to Abraham? Let me read that verse again for those of you who may be driving. Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made. There's that word until, and that's a very important word here. It tells us that the law was not to be a permanent addition to the promise made to Abraham. Well, for how long was it added then? Until the promised seed should come. And that promised seed is Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean, however, until he arrived on the earth. Because we do know by reading the Synoptic Gospels that Jesus taught the law. He came to Judaism, he came to the people of Israel, and he taught them the true interpretation of the law. They had confused it, perverted it, and violated it. Jesus came instructing them in the law. He upheld the law. Why did he do that if the law was only temporary? Because it was still in effect until the seed should come to take care of the transgression problem. And so we need to put a cross in the diagram that we draw. Now this will become more clear if you'll draw a line across a page and on the left side of that line put about 2000 BC, Abraham received the promise. A few inches to the right of that mark, put down Jacob, and approximately 1800 B.C. Then, 430 years later, and a couple of inches after that, we have the beginning of the law, and that's 1400 B.C. So the law, then, is added at that point, 1400 B.C., until the cross and about three or four inches to the right, over on the right-hand side of your page, put the cross. The law was added to this one long line of promise. Now, perhaps that diagram puts it in perspective. 
so that we can see here is a temporary addition given by God to the promise given to Abraham because of transgressions, but only until the promised seed should come. When Jesus died on the cross, he became the remedy for the transgression problem. What does transgression mean? It means going over the boundary or violating the boundary that God had set. Men had sinned, and the problem in the world was sin. Jesus Christ came to be the remedy for the sin problem. Now, let's discuss the temporary nature of the law. The key word here is until. It's a preposition, meaning up to the time of, but not thereafter. Now, you use that word that way. We all understand what until means, and it's that way in the Greek also. So much depends upon us getting a clear understanding of Galatians 3.19 that I want to be elementary here, and I want to prove from the New Testament how the word until is used and that I am using it properly. In Acts chapter 1, verse 2, the word until is used of what Jesus began to do until the day he was taken up. Well, that that's pretty clear. Luke is explaining that he is writing about the life of Jesus until the day he was ascended into heaven. Now, Paul used it also in Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. He writes this, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no better than a slave, though he is the owner of all the estate but is under guardians and trustees until the date set by the Father. Here he's talking about what was common in that Roman society of his day. A child was under a guardian. That guardian could have been a slave, and often he was a well-educated slave. But because he was one of the captured people, he was a slave to the Romans, and the children of the family were often turned over to these slaves. If you have read different translations, you have come across the word custodian or schoolmaster. This does not mean that the slave was a school teacher, but instead he was a child trainer, and the boy of the family was under that child trainer until the father decided to elevate him to adult status and then he had the full rights of a son and was responsible to the father. There was a day appointed by the father when the son was given an adult robe, and he took off his child's robe. From then on, he was no longer under that schoolmaster or that custodian. Now, up until that time, he was under the slave master or the custodian, but not thereafter. Now, that ought to be clear. Now, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 38, Jesus referred to the time when men were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. But they were not doing that thereafter. Now, they may have done some drinking, as they were drowning, but that's about all. 
The point is, the word until means up to a certain point, but not thereafter. Now, since until means up to the time of Christ, in Galatians 3.19, it also of necessity means not after Christ. So the law was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise had been made, but the law does not apply after the time of Christ. Now this is such a tremendous problem because you and I, growing up in Sunday school or church, have been taught that we are under the law. This passage has been totally ignored, and people have not understood the epistle to the Galatians. You and I have been misled, not intentionally, of course, but by ignorance. We have been led to believe that there is one religion in the Bible. But the fact is there are two religions in the Bible, and we have not been taught which one is for us. There is Judaism and there is the Christian faith, and they are distinctly different. One began and one ended, then the other began. Now, that's something we're going to have to go into, and we'll continue this in our lesson tomorrow. I hope you'll join me here. Would you like to get more Bible teaching? You can get more, either there in your car or in your home. The Radio Bible Course has more than 25 courses on cassette tapes for your purchase. These are classroom tapes, not sermons. They are intended to give understanding of God's inspired Word, and most of them are verse-by-verse exposition of the epistles. Write for our free teaching tape brochure. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.